0: Welcome to Happy Hour with the Home Collective. We are your hosts, Bill Baldwin, Siriano, and Kristen McFeely. It's Friday. It's five o'clock. What are you ladies drinking today?
1: I am drinking a Slightly Mighty. It's a low-calorie IPA by Dogfish Head. And um, we have a bunch of these in the fridge because we are big Phillies fans, and we have been watching all of the Phillies games and they play almost every night, and so these go down nice and easy. So I have a whole bunch of these in the fridge, and they're actually really good. I like a good IPA. This is like a nice ninety-five calories, um, three point six carbs, and it is tasty. That's
0: your power. Your power beer.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, I used to drink a lot of um, All Day IPA, Founders All Day IPA, but this one's a little lighter in the calorie department, which I could certainly (laughs) always use, and it is delicious. Yes.
2: (laughs) Hell yeah. Very good. Nice and crisp. All right. I love a 95 Cal beer. That's my favorite 95 Cal beer is Amstel Light. That's my dad beer. That's like my, it's- so, it's like a Dutch beer, it's That's such a dad a beer. I think that was <laughs> the first beer I ever okay. drank because I stole a sip of my dad's. He's like, Can you go get me a beer? and I was like, Yup, and I took a sip of it. <laughs> but, um,
0: you're not drinking Amstel Light now,
2: no, but I was yesterday.
0: No. <laughs> oh, well, you brought up Amstel Light what, to compare to Kristen's beverage
2: because it's 95 calories
1: to my little, oh, yeah, this a little yeah. it's a little. It's a low cal IPA.
0: Yeah, uh, Amstel yeah. Amstel Light for me is the beer you get when you're at some small party, like at a at a hall, and they have like three beers, and you take your Amstel Light and you wrap a napkin around it. It's a Sunday afternoon, and you wrap mm-hmm. the napkin yes. around it. It's either Amstel yes. Light yep. or Mimosa or something it. like that.
1: Mm-hmm. That's where
0: Amstel Light yep. takes place. Yep.
1: Well. What's good about this beer though is that it actually does taste hoppy. Like it, it tastes like a little crisp IPA. It's actually quite good. Whereas the Amstel light tastes like really nothing. Yeah.
0: It tastes has a place. It has a place.
2: There's something. You're
0: usually wearing yeah. you're usually wearing khakis and a polo, but it yeah.
2: there's yeah there's yeah. a need for it. Yeah. That's true, I guess. Or boat shoes, you know, whatever. Um
0: don't knock boat shoes.
2: Right. I knock boat shoes. More than anyone you know, okay? No, I'm kidding.
0: I'll be rock. I'm rocking boat shoes right now. I believe
2: it. That's why I'm knocking them. I'm like Bill's probably got boat shoes on. Um, so this is a beer from Vermont, which I've realized about myself. I really enjoy Vermont beers. My best bud Aaron gave this to me yesterday or the other day. It is a zero gravity gravity zero gravity. That's the brewer. Um, it's a lager. It's called Green State. It's a pilsner. It's four point nine percent alcohol, and it's actually crispy. Like I don't typically like craft pilsners. I'd rather drink an IPA or like you know stout or whatever. I like a Schwartz beer like last episode, but this pilsner tastes kind of crispy, and I really I really like it. It's like. It's really tasty. I feel like certain pilsners are just kind of boring for me personally, but this one has a lot of flavor. It's like bolder. So that's what I'm drinking. What about nice. you, Bill?
0: All right. So I am drinking the opposite of what you both are drinking. I'm also drinking beer, but check this out. I am drinking this monster here. Oh, my God. It is.
2: It looks like
1: wine.
0: It is a Russian Imperial Stout.
2: What? What?
0: It is twelve 122 percent. It's oh, from nice. Atrium Brewing, and it is dark. It is malty. It is rich and delicious.
1: And it's the there. size of a wine yeah. bottle.
0: And I'm drinking it by myself. And you're drinking I'm, it out of a well, wine yeah, glass. Well, yeah, I drink that. <laughs> well, any any um, <clears throat> high proof beer, I drink out of a drink out of a wine glass. Look at this thing; it looks like a coffee. You
2: know? It does. There it's you go. Delicious.
0: So a client bought this for me, and Sheena doesn't drink stouts, so there was no other great time to open it. Either way, I was going to be drinking it myself. Mm-hmm. There's there's no way I can drink this all tonight, because I'll be hammered, Yeah, so I'll probably have to recork it and put it away, but there's actually a bottle on date. It was bottled January 26th. Whoa. So anyway, it's delicious. It's bitter. It tastes like a black coffee, iced coffee with a whole lot of booze. So anyway, happy, happy hour, ladies. Cheers.
2: Cheers.
1: Cheers. Bill? <coughs> ah, smooth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Bill, speaking of coffee, what happened today? What text message did we get today?
0: Uh, Oh, my God. That's mm-hmm. right. So out of nowhere... Out of left field, Mackenzie texted me and Dina for the first Aww. time since she left for her new gig, Aww. letting us know that she is upping her coffee game.
2: <laughs> and she
0: was looking for recommendations on what to do next because her Keurig, it, the Keurig, yep. her Keurig broke.
2: Yep. R.I.P. And she <laughs> was
0: trying to get recommend. She was trying to get recommendation. Me and Dina felt like proud parents we were like, where your you know your kids like asking you some grown up question. You know. And
1: we're like, oh my god, like, well, and we're firing off yeah. text
0: messages like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what did you recommend? I need to know. So. I feel what were you like, her? I
2: live yeah, to McDonald's. Go to McDonald's, which I know you guys. Yeah, she's don't
0: talking like. about for her home. For uh, her home, you know, yeah. For oh, her.
2: So her for me, home. I'm like, okay, you are going from McEureg. We can't. You can't drive a Saturn and then go get you know a Tesla. Like we gotta take baby steps. So it's like, I was like, no French, no French press because then it's like no one no. has the patience for that. You don't care enough, and and that's fine. But I was like. I'm like, get a drip, a basic drip machine, but get a good coffee bean grinder because then at least you're taking care of the flavor and the, you know, the notes of the coffee and go get good coffee because a grinder isn't that expensive and a drip machine, you're going to get the same results unless you're really, really nerdy like me and you're like, what's the temperature of the water and how fat? And like, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, you don't need to go there. Like... Spend 20 bucks at Kohl's, get a drip machine, but like get a nice steel burr grinder. People who enjoy coffee know what I'm talking about. Like, so, but go to La Colombe or go to Reanimator or go to Riverwords Market because she lives in my neighborhood in Fishtown. So I'm like naming places where you can go get a bag of beans real quick without driving somewhere. It's like go get a bag of beans and grind it properly for drip and call it a day. And I think it's gonna break her brain i think it's gonna blow her mind you know because she's gonna be like what like you know and i know she likes a latte and she wants to steam milk and all that crap but even if you're just making drip coffee and you're putting cream in it it's gonna taste way different than a keurig because who knows how long that's been sitting in there you know what i mean
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's next level. So I told her, I, th- I definitely sent Dina the video of me making the coffee th- <laughs> with my Chemex. Did yeah. I send that to you, Kristen?
1: I think I saw that. Yeah, I saw that a while ago.
0: Well, I sent you like a well-detailed video. <laughs> I was like, if you want to bring your game to the majors, just do that. But if you're not ready for that kind of commitment, get a little six-cup Mr. Coffee drip, just like Dina said, and get yeah. good beans and grind it.
2: That's it. Like, so, so I I'm thought not sure was, which way
0: she's going, but
2: I think she's gonna do it. Like, cause she,
0: baby steps, baby steps. Go, it's go gonna Mr. Coffee. Yeah. go, Mr. Coffee, and then yeah, in a couple of years, yeah, take your time.
2: Yeah, take your yeah. time. You know,
1: no, no need to rush into things. How about That's commitment. What happened to? Do they even? Do they even still sell? Um, the. F- you know the instant coffee that you just put like Folgers. My grandmother used to drink the
0: Folgers. It. You know, frozen like crystals. The
1: Folgers, the crystals where know. you just put like four scoops
2: yeah. or There's something on the bottom that shelf just, at Shoprite. That's what's. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. My grandmother used to. She, my grandmother drank coffee, and my my parents didn't. So we'd always have a can of that in our cabinet in the kitchen. So when she would visit, she could have a cup of coffee. But
0: the freeze. can imagine
1: she liked that. Yeah, it was freeze dry, but and it would li- last forever. Oh my gosh, well, forever. I think
0: you could do that. I think you could do anything if you're going to use a lot of cream and a lot of sugar. Like, I feel like you can get away with it. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. I mean, I Brand haven't had coffee. it since I was, you know, 16, but
2: mm-hmm. yeah. I Medical used to house. drink, I mean, when I started drinking coffee when I was like 11, my dad's like, okay, you need to start drinking coffee. Like, you're the crankiest child. In South Jersey, like, get in the Wait, kitchen. Your
0: dad, at a, your, dad, at your dad at 11 said, we have to have a talk. And the talk was, you need to start drinking coffee.
2: Yeah, he's like, you need caffeine, like, pronto, okay? <laughs> you need a little pep in your step. Like No, but it was like Maxwell House, Folgers, Cafe Bustello, which was like my favorite, like, low-budget coffee is Cafe Bustelo all day. It's so good. Then when I lived in Florida which broke my brain because there was like in when I lived when I lived down there in school I d- was like I'm going to go get a cheesesteak I'll be right back and I like went to a pizza shop in Orlando and was like can I have a cheesesteak and they were like what are you talking about and I was like what <laughs> and then there was like no co- there wasn't a what like I I don't know what I was expecting but I was like there's got to be a Wawa here right and there's not now there, now there is, is. But like, there's lot, yeah, there's Wawa in and Florida, yeah. I don't know how I survived, you guys. And I don't know how. Folgers was disgusting. And I didn't realize how disgusting it was until I came back to Philly and, like, went to a small cafe. And they're like, here is a bean roasted in a small roastery on a farm in Ethiopia that is, like – like, And I'm like, what? And, like, and it's, like, Stumptown Coffee Roasters in Brooklyn. And they're like, this – is there's notes of, what are you tasting? Are you getting blueberry there? And I was like, this is like insane and the most delicious thing I've ever had. And now I'm obsessed with it.
1: I want to go back to you being in Florida. <laughs> I never knew
2: this. <laughs> yeah, Did I went you to, to film school, school in Florida oh. in 2007. I went to a school called Full Sail University and it's like a small poor, for-profit art school. Where you the the majors are like graphic design, film, um, video game production, you know, computer animation. Computer animation is a big one. Like a lot of people get jobs with Pixar from Full Sail. It's right near UCF which is like a big football school now, but they sucked hmm. when I lived down there. It's right near, it's in Winter Park, which is like where the Casey Anthony trial. And that's when uh-huh. I went, I lived down there when that was going on. There were like missing posters around. and I was like, this is nuts. And then when I moved home, I was like following the my whole God. trial, like on the news. And like, I was like, this is the modern day OJ Simpson trial. Like this is my OJ trial, <laughs> like kind of a thing. But anyway, yeah, Florida was nuts. I was just talking about this the other day with my cousin. I'm like I don't know how I stayed in Florida because it's so different. Yeah, you just don't see yeah, Florida. Yeah, it's to so me. different. It's so different. It's so hot down there, and like there's no Italian people, and there's no good food. <laughs> what are you talking about? from <laughs> everybody from Jersey yeah, from New York goes every- to Florida. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they're not going Italian, to Orlando. Though, trust me, they're like they're like they're like Maybe not Orlando. You know, they're in Saint Petersburg and they're in like Key West or whatever. But like Orlando, you're like. You're working for Disney, or you're going to college, or you're getting the fuck out of there. Like, but anyway.
1: Well, I'm glad you guys heard from Mackenzie. Next time you talk to her, tell
2: her I said hi, and that she's allowed to (laughs) (laughs) talk. She's allowed.
0: Okay. She said she did
2: say she's been listening (laughs) to the show and it's gotten really good, and obviously that was. She's a good liar. She's yeah, she's really good at lying. She's really good at protecting her hearts.
0: (laughs) Nah, it was cool to hear. It was cool for me to hear from her.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. awesome.
0: But uh, speaking of coffee, Kristen, what what's your coffee game? You have not come clean with your coffee. We know about everybody's coffee game. I don't think we heard oh, about yours.
1: I have coffee every single day. I can drink coffee right before I go to bed. Coffee, I love coffee very much. Um, but yeah, at home, I just have a um, like a coffee pot. I just Billy has like we have a grinder. We just you know, and it's just it's a it's a Ninja. I think is what my situation is it's it's got like this attachment that you could make like frothy milk to make like a
0: cappuccino you know,
1: cappuccino or an, a latte but i've never even used that attachment i just literally put the beans in pour the water in where are you and,
0: getting the beans what kind of beans
1: um we get beans mainly from we get them from uh, many places but mainly we've been shopping now that we're here in chestnut hill we've been going a lot to fresh market yeah. um which is right up this which is actually where the new compass offices, it's at the same, in the same building. Um, And they have a really good coffee section there. They have, you know, beans that are already ground and then they have fresh beans. So that's typically where we go. We probably stop by fresh market once a week and just get like a small, what do you
0: get? You get the dark, you get light.
1: um, I Billy likes dark. I kind of like just a medium roast or like a breakfast Mm -hmm. blend or something, just kind of a regular, actually fresh markets own blend is quite good. It's just it's just their blend. Um, I do usually like around the holidays like a winter blend yeah. that sometimes has like a little bit of a flavor. I don't like anything like like vanilla or caramel or that like that's sometimes too much. But but like the winter blend coffee, which has like a little flavor of nutmeg and cinnamon, I do love that. It's just like a light sort of flavor. So I I I love that. That's kind of my favorite but as far as i've never had mcdonald's coffee oh man still very curious to try i just never think of i guess i'm never around a mcdonald's in the morning number one and i just never think of mcdonald's for coffee ever but um but i do like wawa coffee i have to say they have a million
0: different types of coffee don't they don't they have like a whole like counter with like 15 different blends on there
1: but I, when I'm at, I mean, if I'm like sh- out in showings in the burbs, I'm always stopping. Like I make it a point to stop at a Wawa because there's thousands of them and I get my coffee. I usually, that's usually where I get my gas mm-hmm. if it's in the burbs because it's cheapest. And I, I always go in and get a coffee from Wawa, a 20 ounce coffee. Yeah. Um, and they have a new one out right now that's kind of, um it's like got a little cinnamon kind of flavor. It's not too strong. It's really, really good. um But I do, I, I love Wawa coffee. Well, Okay. And I do not like Dunkin' Donuts at all. I do not like anything about Dunkin' Donuts.
0: I think that's the first thing we we've all agreed on is we don't it's like Duncan. Dunkin' Donuts. Sheena's not a big
2: Dunkin', but all.
0: we don't like Dunkin' here. Oh my gosh! Well, this is anti-Dunkin'. I like I like stuff there, but their coffee I just don't like.
1: Oh, I'll take a manager special donut anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or, I like the breakfast <laughs> or sandwich or a frosting yeah. cream, but no coffee. Yeah, your coffee is not good.
0: Joining us now is Mike Cipione. He is a realtor with Cobalt Banker Preferred in Old City. Mike has a new construction project coming to market soon in the Italian market neighborhood on the 700 block of Manton Street. I got a chance to tour it last week with him and I asked him if he would stop by and give us the inside scoop. Thanks for coming on the show, Mike. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. So this is the happy hour show. So first things first, are you having a beverage?
3: I am. I just I just made myself one. I left, I think, my cocktail set at my old place, so made one with a, a red Solo cup and some uh, ice and a plastic spoon as my stirrer. But uh, <laughs> I do have I do have uh, uh, large ice cubes in the in the freezer, so we're 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 looking good there. What are you drinking? A Negroni.
0: Oh yeah, that's your good. That's his go-to. Anytime we're out, he goes Negroni. If we're at a restaurant or a bar, like a, like a pre-drink at a restaurant, I feel like that's Mike's go-to.
3: You know what it is, man. Once it once the temperature crosses fifty-five, it's Negroni season.
0: <laughs> Negroni season. That's
3: it. I go from the brown to the Negronis.
0: So I know you love Negronis, right? So I know that's your go-to. But there's another reason why you've been drinking them more recently. Yeah do you care to get into that story or is that TMI?
3: No, no sure. Yeah, it's, it's like the only thing I can taste alcohol wise because, uh, I recently had COVID.
0: Oh man. So,
3: you know, so like I can't taste my favorite things in life. I can't taste coffee. Can't taste wine. Can't taste almost like anything. Coffee. It killed me.
0: How many days now has it been since you still can't taste?
3: Uh, it's been almost a month. Yeah. Cause I, I, I got COVID. um, Today's April twelfth. I got it like March nineteenth. So three weeks, three and a half weeks.
0: First things first, though. You're past it. You're feeling good, except for the (laughs) the smelling, right?
3: Yeah, man. Depressing. But but I'm good.
0: I feel like that's like one of the worst things you can do to an Italian is like take away their taste buds.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, man. (laughs) I mean, take away take it's. I'm telling you, this is, it's more depressing than actually having COVID.
0: Tell Dina your, your morning routine.
3: So every morning I wake up and I go to, uh, you know, we just moved. So I got a nice espresso machine. Good. I, I got into this habit of, you know, I wake up, I start my day with my son. We hang out, I drink an espresso. We both eat a little breakfast before I take him to daycare. And uh, I can't drink coffee anymore because it tastes like uh, tastes like sewage like metal, like it's, it's, it's pretty bad. So every morning, the first thing I do is I run downstairs with my son, I go over to my cabinet, I open up a bag of coffee beans, and I stick my nose in and I'm like, today's the day.
2: It's gonna come back.
3: It's gonna be it. <laughs> it's coming back. And, uh, you know, we haven't gotten there yet. But
2: oh, God, we'll we're praying. We're <laughs> praying for you. I can't imagine. I think that would kill me. I get COVID, I die, and they're like, Did you did she die from COVID? No. It was it was suicide because, you know, she couldn't smell coffee or taste it anymore. That would that would kill me.
0: <laughs> I'm picturing you get I'm picturing you waking up every day with all this optimism, like today's the day. And you go downstairs like it's Christmas morning and you grab that bag of beans and you stick your schnoz in there and yeah. you take a big whiff and then it's like the rest of the day shot.
3: That's it. I'm deflated. Roman looks at me. He's like, what's wrong, daddy? What's wrong, daddy? I just look at him. I'm like, you'll never know, buddy. You'll never know.
0: That sucks, man. That sucks. It's
3: rough, man. I walked into, I was telling you, um, I walked into a coffee shop to get a cup of coffee for Janine. And it's, uh, I mean, it just smells like, it just smells like human waste. It's the
0: craziest thing. So it it's not only does it not, you can't smell it, but it actually smells bad.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that I can't smell it. I can smell something. I just can't. It just doesn't smell like coffee, which affects the taste. Same thing with wine. Wine tastes oxidized. Beer tastes like funky. Even brown liquor tastes uh, a little funky off to me. And I made myself a Negroni Easter weekend. And I'm like, all right, this is, you know, it's not what I, it's not exactly what I remember, but its its it's tolerable. You know? it's close. Close. close close enough close
2: at least you have that right
3: yeah that and the I could taste bread products pretty good but everything carbs else is- carbs that's mm-hmm. important yeah, stuff that I that I you know that's great but I probably shouldn't be <laughs>
0: yeah come on the meatballs and gravy gotta go still go down you know? <laughs> you know you're not gonna give those up anyway listen thanks for coming on so uh cheers Cheers, cheers. cheers. Mike, tell us about the project.
3: Yeah, so it's called Jameson Place. It pays uh, homage to the original street names dating back to like the late eighteen hundreds. There's no, there's no parking in Passio. You know, it's hard to park, right? Um, really hard. And there's not a lot of inventory or houses in general that come up for sale periodically. Anything with parking. This developer in particular, he's been looking for sites for years um, and always wanted to build, you know, houses uh, with parking, high end finishes, uh, wide open, extra wide floor plans. But he also is, you know, very conscious to the neighborhood. You know, for example, the block is all two story houses and these are four story houses that are being built. Basically, he was conscious to that and made an effort not to make them look like monstrosities on the block. So the cornice lines of the third floor actually line up to the majority of the two-story uh, and three-story homes there, not to make it look like they're overtowering everyone. So he actually set the four-story back uh, on purpose in order to do that. But in short, I mean, they're, they're 21 to 23-foot wide floor plans. They are three beds, two and a half baths. Uh, You got floor-to-ceiling windows, 10-foot ceilings on the second floor, nice high-end finishes. They're going to be very light and bright, uh, white oak floors, white walls, attention to detail, professional series Bosch appliances. And my favorite part of the house, when you get up to the fourth floor, there's a private terrace off of the master. So as soon as you turn off of that staircase, there's a patio sliding door and a big window, and the first thing you see is the city skyline.
2: That's sick. That's really sick.
3: To so see what we're doing right now, drinking happy hour cocktails, you could be doing that on your private Boom. terrace over there. <laughs> yeah, Love it. Because you know, he, we did that because um, they don't have roof decks and a lot of people don't realize uh, how often they don't use their roof decks until they actually purchase the house. Private terrace right off of your master, it's just steps away. You're going to use that way more often than you would use a full roof deck that you have to go up an extra flight of stairs to get up there.
0: First of all, I know you have one on the MLS as a coming soon, right? Mm-hmm. But how many? How many are in the project total? So you got five total, and then you have and, and it's split, right? So you don't—they're not all on Manton Street, right?
3: Nope. You have uh, you have three twenty-one foot mo- uh, models on Manton Street, and you have two foot wide models on Latona
0: Street. A couple of them are back to back, but you still have yards.
3: Yep, you still have some yard space. All have front of garages.
0: What's the starting price?
3: First one, 726 is listed at 885. That is the only one that's going to be sold at 885. Prices will rise from there. It's not quite live yet. So the developers waiting on the permanent stairs to go in before we begin tours. We have a few other cooperating agents that have some clients that we have some tours lined up with in about two weeks. We price them right there pretty much on the nose to that first one to sell quickly. I sold one. On the nine hundred block of Federal for nine ten, so the first buyer into the project is going to get some some pretty some pretty good value. Which
0: is which is typical when you have you know multi-building project. Usually the first one you get the deal because you're the first yeah. one.
2: What can buyers select if anything? Like, are there finished packages?
0: There
3: is not much they can select besides the countertops, possibly the backsplash, and possibly some other small things. And that's strictly because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So all of the vendors are seriously, seriously backordered and delayed. For example, the appliances for all five houses were already ordered um, and they're not due in until the beginning of August. So if we didn't order them now, we wouldn't meet delivery dates. Same thing. Cabinets are, you know, 10 weeks out, you know, a lot of plumbing fixtures are six weeks out. So everything in order for the developer to meet his timelines, the majority of this stuff is ordered.
0: So you're just going to be like giving out a spec packet and telling people what's going in.
3: Yep i got a I got a spec packet completed. Um, if you reach out to me, I could email it to you. I could send it over to you guys doing tours. If the seller can make a change happen to make a buyer happy within reason, and it does not delay the project, he would make it happen. But you know, delaying things is is, is the biggest obstacle.
0: So, like Dean and I, like a few. Uh, shows ago, we did a segment on, you know, what buyers should expect when they're buying new construction. And we were talking about this, like each project's different and each project's unique to That builder so you really don't know what you're getting into until you find the project and until you figure out what they're gonna do this sounds like you have everything mapped out you know what's going in they can make a couple changes and that's gonna be the problem do you have a website yeah we do
3: Uh, we're live today it's uh, JamisonPL.com. you go on there you can see interior exterior renderings uh, you can see some general specs about the project, and there is a uh, subscribe form and a contact form. If you want o- more information as we go along, you can request a tour, and you can request a spec package as well to see exactly what's going in the home. You know, our goal is to get people in there. I think the houses feel great, super super wide floor plans and high ceilings.
0: The ceilings from when I was in there, Dean, yeah. I was like, that's what I noticed the most. I was like, oh my god, I'm like looking up. How high were those ceilings? I- uh ten
2: feet. That's nuts. Yeah,
3: so you got 10 feet on the living level. And not to mention, I mean, you have an eight and a half foot window too. you know, almost almost floor to ceiling. Huge, huge, huge natural light going to be coming in uh, everywhere. They're going to feel really bright, wide open.
2: That's insane. And then you have the terrace. How big is the terrace? I don't know if you mentioned that.
3: Yeah, so the terrace is about uh, 21 feet wide by, you know, roughly eight to 10 feet deep. It's a nice size.
2: That's really thoughtful. Mm -hmm. That's- That's what stands out to me the most, I feel like. Aside from the the ceilings and all that stuff, like that would be sick. Because people, what you said about roof decks, it's the truth. I was just at a client's house the other day in Point Breeze, and they're like, dude, we never go up there. But the terrace, you'd be out there.
3: Look, there's 365 days in a year, right? You get about five months to use that roof deck, right? So that's less than half of the year of usable days. And then still people only use it 10 to 20 times tops out of 365 days. But if it's just steps away from your bed and it's at night and there's a little space for a little wet bar or your coffee, even in the morning, you wake up, you have your little coffee machine right there. There's a dedicated spot for something like that. You know, you make your morning coffee, you go sit out on the terrace, bang out some emails or just enjoy, you know, peace in the skyline. I mean, you're going to walk out there every day. Oh, yeah. You'll walk out there 200 days, you know, versus... um, you know 10 to 20 on the roof deck and you're going to get better views because these homes actually got a height variance so you're really higher than everything else maximum heights 38 feet you're you're over 41 feet here which is which is pretty cool so there's there's no one that could you know no one that could really see you and you're at the high point uh especially in south philly so it's going to be super private
0: Mike, what's the uh, like approximate square f- square foot on them?
3: Uh, so they are roughly they're 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 twenty eight to f- almost thirty two hundred square feet, depending on the one. Yeah, and that's not including the basement.
0: That's a ton of space. So you have all that space parking in that neighborhood. That's that's a score.
3: And you have a walk in closet in every bedroom. Okay. Every bedroom, true walk in closet. All right. Not like a deep reach in.
0: What's Dina's discount?
2: <laughs>
0: Dina's, Dina wants the Sipioni the discount. Sipioni.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Sip's like, <laughs> eight eighty-five if you get the first yeah.
3: one. <laughs> I'll sneak her in there to get the first one. In yeah.
2: yeah. There you go. Dipsy first. <laughs> there
3: you go. Or if she can make my taste for coffee come back. Yo. Now we're talking.
0: Oh, man.
2: I mean.
3: Oh,
0: man. Now we're talking. We talk about coffee a lot on this show, Mike. We we do like coffee reviews, although I know I know Mike would probably pass out if he knows that we did a McDonald's coffee review. He might not even have been talking to us right
3: now
2: oh, man. if uh, <laughs> honestly. You
3: know who I've been? I'm gonna give a shout out. You know you know his coffee I've been digging recently, big time. I mean it's a shame I can't taste it, but um, Suprema. It's on uh, Pine Street and between 15th and 16th, small corner shop. He roasts his own beans. In the shop, the only store.
0: Wait, where is it?
3: It's uh, it's on Pine Street in between 15th and 16th.
0: So he roasts him in that location. You're saying?
3: Yep, roasts him right in that location, and it's great because, like, normally I would never go out of my way on my way. My office is on fourth, fourth and Chestnut, right? I would never go out of my way to go to 16th and Pine and get caught people. During COVID, it was great. There's no cars <laughs> on the street.
0: Dude, you're a foodie. You go out of your way. You go to New York when some new little shop pops open. You're running there.
2: I'm like, where's he's in King of Prussia getting a slice of pizza because there's a new place. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I went to King of Prussia for a scone. It's unbelievable.
2: We just got back from Lancaster for. uh, It's like what? Okay. Yeah, he's never been Lancaster. I just
0: booked a flight to Minnesota. (laughs) They got the most amazing raisin brand I've ever tasted.
3: Well, during, during, during COVID, when uh, when uh, you know, everything was like shut down, like nobody could do anything, nobody could work. You know, there's this pizza place up in Brooklyn, Lucali. It's like the best pizza in the country. So I had I had clients of mine and, and, and a buddy. Um, like we're gonna go up there. We we'll just we got nothing else to do. We're just gonna drive up. We're gonna get a pizza and we'll eat it on top of our car and we'll come back. And they bailed on me, Their wives are like, they're not going to New York. It's COVID central, you know. So, but yeah, I would have went. Wait,
0: yeah, no shit, you went. How about the time? Didn't your wife take you to New York for some restaurant like this crazy dinner? It was like seventeen courses. Nineteen. See, oh, oh my <laughs> nineteen God. courses, Dean. Yeah. Nineteen courses, and he's telling me that he would never just drive over to Fifteenth and Pine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Usually, yeah, was, I wouldn't do
2: this, days. but there's a pandemic. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> it's so great,
0: Mike. Give out that website again, and if you want to, if you put any of that stuff on your Instagram, give that out.
3: The website is Jamison at, and that's J A M I S O N P L. Dot com instagram handle is m underscore s c i p and also the project itself has an instagram handle and that instagram handle is jameson underscore place underscore p h l and you can follow daily slash weekly progress i mean you know we started uh, when they started pouring foundations through framing through window installation so you really get to see the uh, the construction face uh
0: that's awesome. And then maybe Dina can share she'll she'll probably do like an Instagram story from our yep. home collective yeah. Instagram. You could probably share his all right, cool. Yeah. So yeah, we'll follow along. Some of the last ten year tax abatements too. All right, cool. Mike, thanks so much for stopping by, man. Good luck with the project and come back in a you got it. thanks, Michael. See ya.
2: There is a movie on Netflix right now with Idris Elba and Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things that was filmed in Philly, specifically in Strawberry Mansion. It is called Concrete Cowboy. It is about, it's about black urban cowboys in Philadelphia and the culture behind that. And I'm telling you, if you don't know what to watch, you find yourself looking oh, for a movie, way. which personally, I'm a scroller. I'll be like, I don't know what to watch. I'm just going to scroll. And then I find myself just scrolling nonstop and Mary wants to murder me. But check out Concrete Cowboy. It came out April 2nd. My buddy Ricky directed it. His wife, I used to work with her at Anthro, Katie. They're good friends with, very good friends with one of my high school best friends who, Lauren, sure, shout out to Lauren, who I lived with when I first moved to Philly. We moved to... Into Graduate Hospital, Twenty First and Carpenter near Sidecar Bar and Grill, and it blew my mind. I was like, I am living in the city, South Jersey person living in the city, clueless about where I was. But anyway, he directed this movie with Idris Elba, who also produced it, and it's like awesome, mm-hmm. you guys. Like, I've heard
1: really good things about. Yeah,
2: that movie. they, I think they, it came out in the Toronto Film Festival, and then like everyone was going nuts, and then Netflix bought it. It's out now. It's got a bunch of people in it. Method Man's in it. Like he's like the sheriff. And I you know, check it out. I feel like Bill, it might blow your mind. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) I'm definitely gonna see it. That's on my list. Check it out. Bill, you're on my list for this month. I've heard great things
2: about it. Yeah, I've I listen, to be honest, I haven't
0: I'm a nineties movie guy, but yeah.
2: Yeah, well, hey. (laughs) He just wasn't a movie. Everything was over in nineteen ninety nine. I feel like this is one of those things. I mean, I I personally I personally feel like Netflix is kind of changing the industry and they've been for a while. So the fact that they picked this up and it was shot in Philly is just really cool. And I feel like where we're from, it's more emotional and meaningful when Philly is like seen in that way and celebrated in that way. And I think this is one of the like eclectic things about our city is like, yeah, there are people on horses in the street.
0: Well, I've seen, uh, is it about the North oh, Philly yeah. cowboy? Yeah, yeah. Is it about him? Oh, yeah. Okay, because yeah, yeah. I see I see him take his horse straight up 20th Street and go he, right in the FDR park. and they're...
1: One of our neighbors in Mel Neri does that. He rides horses too. Yeah, in the-
0: So what did they make, like a fictional story around-
2: So the book that Concrete Cowboy is based off of is called Ghetto Cowboy by G. Neri. That is the, the novel for the record. I just yeah. had to put that on tape. I'm-
1: that's definitely on my list for this this Me month. too.
2: I got to crush that on like Saturday morning. I feel like I like watching movies early mornings on Saturday, like by myself where I'm like half awake with a coffee. It's just like cozier. I like a, I like an early Saturday morning movie. I don't know. I'm a weirdo. So the Philadelphia Flower Show is a bit different this year. I think we've talked about that in previous episodes it, because it's typically inside and in March to celebrate the planning season but this year it's gonna be outside at FDR Park in June. Not only that, but the PA Horticultural Society recently announced changes to the Bloom Philly Decorating Contest, which I don't know if you guys know what this is. If you're not sure, it's a regional competition that invites businesses in the greater Philly area to participate in spreading the upcoming Flower Shows message which is typically like joy and positivity, like light and bright, by basically like having these businesses create festive floral displays in their stores, in their shops, or even menu items, food, drinks, like the theme, the overall theme. So this year's theme is nature's masterpiece, which when I read that, I immediately thought about Bill's infamous Realtor headshot from 2010 and how, you know, we can't capture his sexiness on film or on video. But anyway, so Bloom there Philly. <laughs> so Bloom Philly begins April 24th. It runs until May 24th. And what I think is really fun is they're giving out a ton more contest awards this year. Um, there's several new categories. I'm going to list them. There is new best outdoor container or window display, new cut flower installation, um, best business or neighborhood district, best collaboration with a professional floral designer, best indoor display, best streetery or street eatery, best food item, best beverage. So there's a ton going on, which I think is really cool. It could be a virtual event. It could be a short-term pop-up, like anything. It doesn't need to be like, you know, a huge thing. It could be a small business, big business, whatever. So I think that's really cool. I immediately thought of Zoe again, Kristen.
1: You too. I was thinking that too. I'm you like,
2: can she just do this outside of the She garage? probably already knows. You guys, I'm, I'm new at the internet. I didn't know <laughs> for years what Reddit was. And I guess Reddit is like where the internet goes to express itself. Okay, that's how I can summarize what Reddit is. But basically, there's this philly iceberg meme that an illustrator named cameron jones created and it basically puts the city's common and esoteric knowledge into tiers based on how well known they are to most philly residents so there's several tiers the top is like the most well-known items the bigger the font the more common more popular it is so It covers everything from significant historical events to landmarks to hidden gems, odd cultural heroes, and little known facts about Philly's past and present. And I've been looking at this. There's so much on here. And what people need to realize is like, they kept out like the obvious stuff. They kept out Rocky, the Philly fanatic, you know, the art museum any famous athlete, any famous movie star, any famous band. So it's like really, really detailed stuff. And for me, I only know like the greatest sets. I don't know all of these things. And it's been racking my brain. Like I feel like Gritty is a given. And I have friends in Philly who hate Gritty because of how like corny they feel like he is. Because they're like such old school Flyers fans. And meanwhile, I'm like, Gritty's the best thing that ever happened to Philly, aside from Chase Utley cursing after winning the World Series championship. Like, I'm like, he's the best thing ever. Like, he is so Philly to me. But if you look at this thing, there's a lot of content on here.
1: I'm looking at it now. I have to say, it's there's like six tiers. And I have to say, I'm embarrassed to say, because I grew up in the Philadelphia area my whole life. I don't know. I don't think I know anything on the bottom tier.
2: Same. Yeah.
1: And I'm not even sure I know too many on the one right above it. So what are some of the ones that, that we've got, Dean? What, what do we have at the
2: top? Yo, use John. Right. It's my favorite. I wish I said use naturally and authentically and genuinely, but it's not part of my personal vocabulary unless I'm drunk texting a best friend. I'll throw in a use, but then I misspell it. You got to include the E. I just say you with an S, but the, it, it's with an E at the end. The wing bowl, that's on there. We know about that. 2018 Super Bowl. We know about that. I mean, where were you guys when the Eagles won the Super Bowl?
1: I, well, I was actually at Kevin and Emily Reddington's house. They had a Super Bowl party that night and uh, it was amazing. It was full. They have a, in their house in Flower Town, they have a room that is a bar. On their first floor, like not a basement bar, <laughs> not that kind of, like it's a literal pub. They have Guinness on Draft. Oh. They have, it's an Irish pub. It's literally an Irish pub. It's, it's the most magnificent thing I've ever seen. And of course, Emily has it decorated like mm-hmm. exquisitely, but you really feel like you're, you're at an authentic Irish pub. So yeah. So I was there. Um, There were probably like 25 people there. We were screaming and yelling and oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Where were you guys?
0: I was at my brother's. I watch me, my brother, and like four other guys for like 20 years watch every Sunday at his house. So. I was with the same guy. So it was awesome when they wanted to be there because we-
1: Was Sheena with you or was she with her-
0: Sheena was home at our house with her dad. She actually-
1: Oh, I have the. I saw that video.
0: She set her phone up to record like the last play of the game yeah. without her dad knowing. It, that was great.
1: Aww, it was really yeah.
0: great. He couldn't believe it because, well, he had season tickets since like Buddy Ryan, since like 1985- And then he would go with it he went with his buddy for a really long time and then started taking Sheena, I guess when she got, you know, old enough to enjoy the game. So and then Sheena took the tickets over. So like they watched here and I was at my brother's. It was great. But I'm looking at this list and I'm trying to look at some of the hard ones like near the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I saw one that I think I think might be interesting that you guys might not know about. So H H Holmes hanging. Do you have any idea what that is?
1: No, I was curious about that one. Which
2: tier is that? That's the second to the bottom. Got it. Okay. Six. Oh, I see. Top left. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is.
0: So in Pashunk square where the acme is on Reed. Mm-hmm. So the, the acme there that used to be a prison. And matter of oh, fact, if that. you're on, if you're if you're coming. If you're going north on Pashunk Avenue, you make the left on Reed, and then if you make that left, like you're going towards Twelfth Street, there's still some of the prison wall there. It's only yes. about knee high, but that's the original prison wall. But H. H. Holmes was was thought to possibly be Jack the Ripper, which is so cool. Like he he was in England for a long time. And uh He was also in Chicago. They did a book. A book came out a few years ago that I read. It's called Devil in the White City. And it's about him and all these people he killed in Chicago. He actually came to Philly and got caught. I forget exactly how it went down, but he was hung here. Whoa. It's a pretty cool story. The book is great. You had to see, you have to read the crazy methods he had for killing people. I mean, he built this elaborate castle right outside of Chicago, like downtown Chicago. And what he would do is he would hire a construction crew. And when they got about a quarter of the way through their work, he would fire the whole crew, bring in a whole new crew and have them start. So they, nobody really knew what he was building because he kept Mm. firing everybody. He built these crazy rooms. Like, like this one room was all basically like a cast iron room. That he would lock somebody in and then just heat the room like cook them. He was doing crazy stuff. It's a great book. It's really good. Whoa! You got it. You got to check it out. Yeah.
2: Devil in the White City.
0: Devil in the White got City. It. So he suspected to be. I mean, I don't think it is, but like he was a, a possible suspect.
2: What else, you guys? What else is? What you know else? I'm looking. Weird? I'm looking here.
0: So or ice. Okay. So <laughs> this is this. Is a, I got a funny story. So I was in. I was in San Fran. Uh, this has got to be early 2000s. I was in, I was in San Fran for work when I was in it and I'm in this bar and it's like packed and loud and I order, you know, in your early twenties, you're drinking vodka. So I was ordering like absolute and water. Right. So, and I'm screaming at the bartender. I'm like, can I get an absolute water? And she's like, what? And I'm like, absolute water. She's like, what is that? And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. I said, water. I said, it's vodka. She goes, no, I know what absolute is. I was like, oh, water, H2O. She was like, oh. Water. Yeah, it's a true story. Water? That's really
2: funny. Yeah. Oh, Bill, that's so beautiful. I wish I was a fly on the wall oh, for God. that. That's so great. You saw Bryce Harper's shirt when he went to spring training, right? Clearwater, W O O D E R. I'm like that is everything I needed.
0: Yeah, no. that's perfect.
2: I'm like, can I get that shirt? I want that shirt.
0: Can you guys guess any of these on the bottom tier?
1: Byberry. Do you guys know what that is? Mm-mm. No. It was a. It was a psychiatric hospital. It was a mental hospital in Northeast Philadelphia, which was like then. Um, They said it was haunted. It had like, you have to, I believe there's even a documentary about it, but it was a very, very scary place. And they basically tortured the people that were in there. Um, They thought anyone with any kind of mental health issues should go away and they kind of like just tortured people. They like starved them. They um, awful. I mean really awful. Like people in the neighborhood would hear like howling and screaming and and then the this and then the psychiatric hospital shut down for a while. I think it was like in the 80s it was finally torn down, but um, it was it was um, a really scary place and everyone said that it was haunted. And then interestingly, not that long ago, my mom was doing ancestry.com and was kind of trying to like look back on my grandfather, her father's side of the family. And they were German. Last name was Roux, R-O-U-X. And they came over from Germany. Uh, But it was always sort of like a mystery of what, where they came straight to Philadelphia. They didn't go really through New York. They kind of came right to Philadelphia. They kind of lived in like the hunting park area. And lo and behold, my great grandfather was a patient at Byberry and died at Byberry. So my mom found it through Ancestry.com when she was like looking at death records and she was like, oh, okay. And it would have been her grandfather, my great grandfather. So my, my pop-pop's father died at Byberry. So he was a mental patient there, which is wild. But I think there's a documentary about Byberry. You should do a little Googling because it's, it's scary. I mean, it was like, it was a horrible, horrible place.
0: That thing, that, that whole idea scares me. Yeah, being locked up there and you can't get out—it's crazy. And they
1: really—and it was like anybody with like any kind of like mental mental health, anything—they just were like, if you're depressed, whatever it is, obviously they didn't think of mental health the way that we do these days. But anything, they were like, you're going, you're going away. You need to go away. And so I don't know what my great grandfather had going on or or how serious anything was, but he was, um, yeah, that's, that's where scary. he was and that's where he died. That was scary. Yeah. Crazy.
2: Wild. Crazy, crazy. Wild.
1: But look up Byberry when you get a minute because it's it's pretty wild.
2: I feel like that's a Netflix show that any young chick like would watch at home right now.
1: Mm-hmm. It was like scary. And then yeah. for a while, it was like – it was shut down. But like people would – kids would break in and it was like graffiti everywhere. And there were like still like hospital gurneys everywhere. It was like – it was like literally the set of like the scariest thing you could ever imagine. How about the – um cave of kelpius do you guys know what that is
2: no but i googled that for a second yeah go ahead did you yeah
1: oh i've been there well it's in fairmount park i've been there it's it's um i think it was probably it's it's a cave and like there's a whole story behind it i think like monks were supposed to have been in something um but it's it was probably a spring house at one time Mm -hmm. um but it's pretty cool. What what did you Google? Well, I saw the image. It? It a, there's a whole story.
2: Yeah, it. I didn't re- I I googled it while we you know we've been sitting here. So I I don't have the intention span to read that and then focus on our uh, recording. But the image doesn't look like it's in Pennsylvania. Is all I'm going to say.
1: Yeah, it's in Fairmount Park. It's really cool. It's wild, and you can it's like a cave. You can go inside. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Fairmount Park's amazing. It really I is. I don't know how often you guys. Yeah, there's it's cool.
2: It's kind of like Narnia. Cave mm-hmm. of Kelpius is the Pennsylvania Narnia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are we going when we enter this? Like, we're going somewhere. Bill, have you seen yeah. Narnia, the movie?
0: Oh, I've been watching a lot of like Lethal Weapon this week.
2: I love Lethal Weapon. Billy
1: and I have been on this kick about watching 80s movies, like bad, like 80s comedy type movies. We watched, um, and like, especially if they star either Joe Pesci or Danny DeVito, we've seen so many. We watched The Super the other night; it oh, oh, so was just great.
0: That's so good. I love all those so bad movies. It's great.
1: Um, Ruthless People. We kind of went on this whole like binge where we were watching all these really funny. I can't think of what else. Brewster's Millions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so good, John Candy. So good. Yeah. So good, and Richard Pryor. Yeah, so oh my good.
1: God, so good. Yeah,
2: I feel like Mackenzie right now. Just so you guys know, you
0: know, you know, Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon's been on. Lethal Lethal Weapon one, two, three, four has been on like continuously for like a month, and I forgot how good Lethal Weapon was. Like the first like adult movie that I remember seeing.
2: Yeah, because there's a topless woman in like the first three seconds, and you're like, "That's not
0: what I meant by it. I meant (laughs) (laughs) that awesome scene is not what I meant. What I meant was." you know just subject matter like serious mm-hmm. like you know like mm-hmm. cop drama it, it dude yeah. that movie's good it's funny danny glover and gibson are great together yeah. Riggs and Murtaugh, so good they're always mad they're always mad about possibly getting stuck with traffic duty
3: which yeah. is hilarious
0: because i know real cops and they real that's all they want is traffic duty and i'm like well how come Riggs and Murtaugh are always pissed <laughs> off about having traffic <laughs> duty what do you mean you like traffic yeah, duty yeah. and i'm so confused by that mm-hmm. um those are great motion pictures.
2: Motion yeah. pictures. Dean,
1: you got to see Brewster's Millions. Just, Brewster's just, Millions is good too. Yeah. Brewster's it's So funny. Who's
2: in that? Please and, tell me. It's Richard, Richard Pryor oh, John and John Candy. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, my
1: God. He's like a hes a baseball so player. Good. He's a yeah. like a major league baseball player. Well, minor league. Or wasn't even minor league. Yeah. Grand he minor. was originally a major league player and he was down to the uh, minors. Like, Hack and sack, whatever. New Jersey. Baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> I like
2: a Yankees or the Mets. Yeah. Who was he affiliated and with? And then he gets
1: this crazy, uh, I won't give the whole thing away, but he gets this crazy inheritance from like some uncle that dies, some that he'd never met. Like some. And, but. In order to get the inheritance, he has to spend, and it's like $300 million inheritance. In order to get that, he has to spend $30 million in one month, and he can't have anything to show for it at the end. So he can't buy like houses and stuff. He ha- can't it's have good. any assets.
0: And the kick is he can't tell anybody that that's what he's trying to do. Right. So right, he's spending right, right, right. all this money, and his friends are freaking out because he's blowing through all this money, but he's not allowed to tell them why he's doing it. Yeah. Oh my the, God. The, the whole premise was, I guess, his family member wanted him to hate spending money after he gave him this three hundred million, so he would like not spend, you know, not mm-hmm. go crazy. It's yeah. funny. It's good. It's one of those eighties. I love it's that.
2: That seems a little before its time, almost. Like, it's good. I don't. It's good. That sounds great. I'm gonna watch that. I love John Candy because I loved him in Home Alone. Like in oh, the yeah.
0: oh, Candy's great he's so great he's great yeah. in everything oh, great yeah. outdoors is my great outdoors, great outdoors is my do. john candy
2: totally <laughs> which which That's reminds me which
0: reminds me that that reminds me of remember the scene when he's eating the old 96er right that steak you yes. remember that so, I swear to God, I this is before COVID. I was telling Sheena about the pub in Jersey. You ever go to the pub? Oh, yeah. so oh, I'm yes, like, I have. I said, I want oh, to go yeah. to the pub. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because it reminds me of that, that restaurant Jack John ate at, the old 96er. That is a time capsule. You want a time capsule real estate, walk into the pub. Yes, yes. Look at the lounge. I want to just go drinking in that lounge. As soon as things open up, I want to go sit there. They probably have drink. The drinks are probably like $1.50. You know what I mean? Yep. And then walk into this enormous steakhouse room with the gigantic like moose on the wall and ah. just eat just the biggest, fattest, gluttonous steak.
2: That sounds great. That sounds so great. Though We should have a photo shoot there. <laughs> oh wouldn't that be good that be I'm hilarious. telling you I want to have a photo shoot there and I want to do the parody OG like headshot that you don't change like as though it was took that. it in the 80s but it's now that that's my wish list yeah, we could do that that's let's my put fo- that on the list Wait, that's my photo shoot wish list let's just do it yeah like All right, let's do it. <laughs> I love it neon lights in the back oh my god
0: All right, ladies, let's wrap this up. Special thanks to Mike Scipione for coming on and talking about his new construction project.
2: You can follow us on Instagram too, Bill, at Home Collective Happy Hour. Don't forget.
0: Right. Follow us along at Home Collective Happy Hour on Instagram. And we are now on iTunes. Have a great weekend, ladies.
2: You too. Stay out of trouble. Bye, guys.